0: Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. So if it's a $1.9 trillion deal that Joe Biden wants to get through, and he's willing to come down a little bit on the $1.9 trillion, which is basically equivalent to your local car dealer throwing in the clear coat, does that change where the payoffs go? Does that change where the gimmies go? And when deals like this get passed, nothing has passed yet, but when things like this get passed with such speed and you realize that your representative didn't read anything, which makes you wonder why you have a representative to begin with, you realize that taxation without representation is the same as if you are not allowed to vote for somebody Or if you vote for someone and they don't read. I mean, at least get the audiobook version. Now, if every bill was an audiobook version, that would be something else. Well, you realize how many things just go into the ether, just disappear. Dollars that we don't even begin to understand and can't really find the cause for. Part of our problem is that we approach these things logically. We approach these things in a way that makes us ask, does this make sense? And we are responded to with one of the most horrible, ridiculous statements ever. Don't you care? Or sometimes better said, what about the children? Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. 833 got Tony, 833-468-8669. Uh, Full disclosure, I'm a fan of Congressman Jim Banks of the Indiana Third, and he's one of the people leading the charge about, do we all know what's inside Biden's $1.9 trillion coronavirus relief bill? He now um, runs the Republican Study Committee, right? Leadership is his future for the House for as long as he wants to stay. It's this three-page memo, and it discusses, quote, all the left-wing items Democrats are hoping the public won't find out about. The importance of this is not to say we shouldn't help small business. And it's where I will caution and and uh, help Republicans through. Now, they should know this, but sometimes they can run away with an idea. And I just want to make sure we're all on the same page. I favor things that help small businesses that have been wholly destroyed because of coronavirus. Which, by the way, the cases are going down exponentially everywhere all praise joe biden am i right wait hold on this just in it wasn't joe biden it was it wasn't it was the vaccines were already going out okay so all right thank you appreciate that turns out it wasn't joe biden that was just in we should be in favor of things that make it easier for them so for example i am fine with paycheck protection program I am fine with the Paycheck Protection Program. I want these small businesses, bars and restaurants. I mean, that's that's an affinity for me, right? Scar lounges. That's that's where I live and breathe. I want them to be able to survive. I don't think any of them ever figured it would take this long. And we're starting to come into this. It's weird. It's just like this new wave of closings. While some people who have closed are opening up new places, which I love, man, that's resilience, it's toughness, it's awesome. So if you want to talk about uh, maintaining the Paycheck Protection Program and ensuring uh, that these people can can get people paid, take care of, of the issues that were forced upon them, I'm all in. This is not me in favor of spending. This is me recognizing that we did this so we must now do. If you say to me, Tony, some states didn't close. So the states that closed, tell those business owners to leave. That's a real good argument. The problem is, is that how do I get that business owner to leave when their business got destroyed through no fault of their own? And that's when you and I sit down and have ourselves a bourbon because there is no good answer for that one. You're not wrong. They were in states, the states totally screwed them over why are we having the federal government engage in what could only be described as a bailout why are we playing this game and the answer is business didn't do anything wrong that business got destroyed and if we don't as i see it at least find a way even if it's a payback situation right all those kinds of things what have what have we really done There's a moment for spending, there's a moment not for spending. If you tell someone they're not allowed to open, they have a a real good reason to say, well, then you got to write the check. Now, you'll notice that I never say this about uh, the states or, or cities. You're on your own. I am not paying for the pension liabilities of Illinois. And to everybody outside of Cook County in Illinois, what are you doing? What are you doing? either give cook county to wisconsin or canada or get out while you can because they cook county is where chicago is just in case anyway They, they they've proven they hate you they've proven they don't care about you stop stop allowing them to control your life this way now i do not favor another stimulus payment I understand how people discuss it electorally. and Oh, did you hear Trump was going to CPAC? Donald Trump is going to the conservative political action conference, which we will be at. We're broadcasting Thursday and Friday, and we'll be recording all day Saturday, all sorts of interviews. Now, he's showing up on Sunday. I'm already gone. So the, the whole conversation of, like, like, where's the party, and how do they see the future, and is it the party of Trump? Well, this just took a really interesting turn because he's going to speak, and you know, you know he's going to mention stolen election. You know that's coming up. That's coming up. He's got the strength not to do it. Oh, we'll get into it. We'll get into the to the to the whole. I, mean, I could just do it right now. I have no idea, no clue how this is going to play. There's this. There's this bit of polling that's out, and I, I I have given up on all polls. I've just given up. The polling said. That uh, f- in terms of Republicans, 47- 27% would stay with the Republican Party. 27%, totally unsure where they would go. I think it's 47%, eh, give or take, in there, would uh, be part of a Trump party. And that is an issue. An issue. Because you're talking about the full-on destruction of the Republican Party in that case, if that's indeed true, one of the reasons we're going down—the reason we said we're going down—is to be able to find out. Right? When 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 I hear CNN or or, or MSNBC talk about the all uh, oh, the infighting in the Republican Party, <laughs> what does Chris Hayes know about anything? What does Chuck Todd know? It, it, it to hear something from some some Politico in D.C. is inconsequential. Take take Lincoln, Nebraska. Take the Nebraska GOP as as a whole wants to censure uh, uh, Ben Sass, right, the senator. Is that infighting? Is is that considered infighting? Because Senator Sasse. He not only voted to say that we should have a trial, but he voted to convict Donald Trump. Now, he was wrong on having the trial. He was correct. I believe that you actually had to have it. Uh, and and then on the conviction, of course he was wrong. I, I, oh, God, I, I would tell him gladly without any anger, just like this. Of course, of course he was wrong. To not like something Donald Trump did, to think that he's he, he caused an issue somewhere else, to think he should have done more in this place or that place. I'm on the ladder. I think he should have done more once uh, the riot was happening. A lot more. I have said so clearly. Incitement, with, with all due respect to the Senator, Not only are you not close, it's it, it's pretty clear you are more angry than thoughtful. It's, it's very obvious. I, I, I would say it's obvious to Nebraska, and I, it's certainly obvious to the rest of the country, that th- this, was an, this was not a serious vote. This was a vote of anger. This was not a vote of, of, of competence, meaning your competence, sir, on, on this one. On this one. I have found, though, in a lot of policy-wise things, I find myself in, in a fine place with, with, with Ben Sass. So, using him as the example, is the party in disarray? It, are, are Are they fighting? right is there this 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 party in fighting because part of the part of the problem when, when we talk about fighting is I have absolutely no idea what this means. I don't know who is fighting nor whom they are fighting nor for what they are fighting. all I know is that I'm told that they're fighting but I don't know exactly how true that is. So when I get down there, I'll be gone I'm traveling on Wednesday. Am I going to find that there's this party that is very happy to say we're done with all Republicans? Right? We're 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 done with with with, with all Republicans. It's now uh, the Patriot Party and that's where we're voting running our own candidates, etc. Is that where people are really really at? Are the Never Trumpers still doing that Never Trumper hustle? It's a hustle. Stop. Never Trump is a hustle of pseudo-intellectualism. Some people did it for the money. Some people did it to show, look what an intellectual I am. I'm really connected to conservatism. Joe Biden's in office. Are you less of a conservative? Then what was the argument of Never Trump? If he's in office, you're less of a conservative. What a ridiculous statement from ridiculous people who just want to be loved. Agree with this, disagree with that, as you do with most human beings, including your wife, including your spouse, including your children, and then move on with your day. Never Trump. There, there's nothing more pathetic, more embarrassing, more wholly sad than those people who engage in the Never Trump movement. Now those are people I have discounted, right? They're allowed to live their lives. But I, you you can't you can't you're not in my life. Don't get to work with me. You don't get to be a part of part of things that we're doing and growing and building over here. So we'll see if the Republican Party is is uh, really fractured. But I think Congressman Jim Banks is absolutely right to say, hey, do you really know what's in this this bill? Do you, are, do you know what's in this $1.9 trillion? You should know what's in this $1.9 trillion. And if he wants to let us know, it's great. I look forward on sharing that the rest of this week. I'm Tony Katz. When woke comes home to roost, what will happen next? Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's great to be with you. Facebook Tony Katz Radio. The phone number, 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669. I was talking about President Trump speaking at CPAC. I I, I want to know, is, is Trump the party? Should the party be moving away from Trump? Should that What's the way they should work together? I want to hear from you. 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669. There's a story out of the New York Post about a... Uh, teacher by the name of karen ames and in in new york there's of course the push for diversity and equity and i mean that's all bigotry right uh, all, all of that is just pure on bigotry pushing forward the very ideas of not only anti-racism which is racism in and of itself but critical race theory so critical race theory is about the idea that, you know, these, these things intersect, and racism intersects with everything. And if you, you see something, you'll be like, oh, that, there, there's the racism at play. All of these things are designed to otherize people. You as an individual don't exist, only the characteristic that someone decides is important exists. So for example, if you're white, it doesn't matter what you've done in your life. It doesn't matter who your friends are. It doesn't matter where you've donated time. It doesn't matter the things that you may have done for others. Your whiteness is your guilt. You are part of a group and you are, it is that group is inescapable and the group is given a, a, a moniker and that's all there is to it. Now, there's something happening um, that I, that I'll get to uh, in, in in a little bit within one of the one of the one of the states I broadcast in on this exact subject. But there's there's no doubt that the purpose is to take away the individual, assign a group think. Even though you might not think like the group, but they have put you in the group. It is it is sheer bigotry. From beginning to end. That's all it is. So this this teacher is claiming that she was basically demoted and pushed out. She's suing for $150 million. And one of the things that she's discussing is that she got chastised by colleagues uh, because she shared her grandparents' experience during the Holocaust in Poland. And then she got admonished because um, she declined a request at a superintendent's meeting, and here's how it's written, to take part in the comic book movie-inspired Wakanda Forever Salute to Black Power. You know Wakanda's not a real place, right? It only exists in your mind. But you know, you you, you know, the... Chadwick Boseman and the, the salute you know the, the 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 X over over your chest and and I guess people uh, use that And she's like, nah, I'm not doing that. She got admonished for that. See that's a sign of your bigotry not engaging in a salute of a fictional country. Now you understand that those kinds of things are the idea of, of of compelling one to speech. If you have to make the physical movement to show that you're connected, or you show that you're okay, there are only very few examples of that in the history of the world. The idea of compelling speech, but really, in many ways, it's not even it's not even you know a, a, a law. It's just oh, you're not willing to do that. Hmm, pity. And then they come after you. In New York, uh, the uh, chancellor there is Richard Carranza. Now, Richard Carranza is a virulent leftist who believes in all of these woke things. But as we're starting to see it, I'm going to get into in in a, in a little bit. Woke is starting to meet resistance, and rightfully so. Because woke is a dangerous disease that destroys people and ruins lives and divides people. It creates hate. The purpose of woke is to create hate. Now, this resistance is not going fast enough because it's already in your kid's school. It's already in the workplace. The number of Fortune 500 companies that have hired an officer of diversity and inclusion, an officer of diversity and inclusion to, in many ways, move this wokeness. Very different from the idea of, hey, let's make sure that we're hiring great people. And great people can come from anywhere. Always a good reminder. Two very different things. So she's suing. And more stories like this are coming up. By the way, she was once celebrated, this teacher, uh, Ames for raising math uh, scores at struggling schools. And even this guy, Carranza, who's the chancellor of schools, said that he was going to copy her methodologies. And now, demoted and out, ensuing. And you're only woke until the moment you're not, and then you're on the outside for forever looking in until you can have a moment to be woke, and then somebody else has to suffer. It's a sick, twisted game that we should not play. I'll share with you why that more of this is coming up. I'm Tony Katz. Anthony Fauci doesn't know what he's talking about. So why do we keep listening to this man? Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Great to be with you. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio, 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669. Donald Trump will be speaking at CPAC. What do you think? Is he the future of the party, or does the party need a split? I just want to know where you're at. 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669. Dr. Fauci continues. You're going to... You're gonna to have to wear a mask through 2022. Oh, we can get herd immunity. The, lots of these conversations, lots of these conversations regarding the idea of herd immunity. People, As we discussed last week, uh, there was this reporting out uh, at, at a Barron's uh, regarding the analysts over at JP Morgan, who said, you know, well, we will absolutely see things clearing up in, 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 in April. We'll be okay. In April, at the rate uh, that we're going. And there is a, a doctor who was on uh, with uh, Bill Hemmer and Dana Perino over at Fox saying, hey, look, we're all just being a little bit silly right here. We've not only do we have this, we've got natural immunity going on in a big way.
1: Well, first of all, I think most scientists are well intended. I've just had some personal conversations with folks who've said, don't put this out there in public because then people might not get the vaccine or they might stop taking precautions. But I think we need to be honest. And there's a 76% reduction in daily cases, Dana, over the last six weeks. You as a scientist have to ask why. And we cannot explain that by vaccinated immunity. We can't explain it by a sudden change in behavior. It's natural immunity. And it's now over 50% of the population. The reason we've sort of underestimated that prevalence is that we've relied on these antibody tests that look at how many people in society have immunity you looking at antibodies but it's not just the antibodies it's the t-cells that develop memory it's these memory t-cells that get activated and a study from sweden's karolinska institute found that you're far more likely to have those activated t-cells than you are to have the antibody a study affirmed in europe looking at uh, people who were exposed to a family member who had covid and even though they had no symptoms whatsoever they had activated t-cells and that's
0: so what does that all mean how does that all get explained uh we're gonna be all right people now some people are still gonna have to take care of themselves and some people are still gonna have to watch out without question that's gonna be the case so why would nbc news write this story you're fully vaccinated against the coronavirus now what don't expect to shed your mask and get back to normal activities right away. That's going to be a disappointment, if not a shock, to many people. Who would take the vaccine now? That's one of the arguments being made. What in the world is the point of taking the vaccine if I can't take off this damn mask and go to a bar? What's the what's the point of any of it? We're hearing from more and more people. By the way, this doctor you just heard from is Marty Macari. Who's Marty Macari? Formerly with the World Health Organization, currently with Johns Hopkins, member of the National Academy of Medicine. He's not some guy on the fringe. He's talking about the science that he's seeing right in front of his eyes. What's the science that NBC is seeing in front of their eyes? When they say, oh, you got vaccinated, all right, five more years of masks, you'll be fine the hell as somebody pointed out very well on twitter two weeks to flatten the curve well you remember that two weeks to flatten the curve that that's all it was the mistake here is that when you say things like this it's like you're trying to keep people from getting vaccinated because they say what's the what's the point this this constant well nope you're still gonna have to do this you're still no you don't no you don't and it's time that we very aggressively push back against the science denying government lockdown loving psychopaths they're dangerous people people who believe that america should still be in lockdown are dangerous dangerous people ask the kids Ask the kids who don't go back to school. Ask the kids who aren't able to, to get an education. And what does Joe Biden say about all
1: these things? It's critical to get them back. I can't set nationally who gets in line when and first. That's a decision the states make. I can recommend. I can say what I've said. Like I'm the guy that said we should lower it to 65 years of age. I think 35 states have done that or more. I think that, for example, I think it's critically important to get our kids back to school. I think it's really important because of the psychological damage being done.
0: There's massive psychological damage being done. Why don't you say that to a teacher's union? Why don't you and say that to the American? Oh, I'm done ta- with you, sir. I was busy talking. Tell that to the American Federation of Teachers, putting out on Twitter. Teachers, staff, and the unions behind them are not a barrier to schools reopening. We are a barrier to staff and students being put in danger for Republican talking points. Now, tell me that the teachers union doesn't have a, uh, a political bent. All right, glad we cleared that one up right away. They're talking about a uh, opinion piece over the Wall Street Journal. Follow the science, not the teachers unions. Correct. The teachers union should be broken in two. And this is not true of all unions because we're plenty of places where, where, where teachers are back, plenty of places where they're not. But really, it's bigger than that. All of those who don't follow the science and only follow this this twisted, twisted need, this this freak show style, they have to be dropped. We have to stay in lockdown. You have to wear a mask. You have to do this. You can only have 25%. The, the final four, actually the entirety of March Madness takes place in Indianapolis, Indiana this year. It's, it's my city. And they announced 25% capacity. That's what they're going to allow. 20, 25% capacity based on based on what science? Only 25%? Some places are limiting it to 500 people. IU, which is on Indiana University, right? Assembly Hall, that's where they're going to play some of the games. 500 people. Not fans, people. That includes the players. Coaches, staffs, staff of the facility, media. There are going to be nine guys in there going, woohoo! But they're going to be next to each other. They're all going to be in, the, in, in, in any level of upper tier, you know? Miles apart from each other. We're kidding ourselves all right if, if if the university worries about getting sued or something like that they're wrong but everybody else what's what's their point if it's critically important to get kids back into school i want you to say let's get kids back into school today boom they'll be back crack that union in half what's critically important for us is to stop allowing these people to dictate our lives. They're they're afraid. They like to live in fear. Let them. We shouldn't. We should be smart. We should be aware. Don't forget to keep washing your hands. No matter what happens with coronavirus, keep washing your hands. It's good for all of us. It's good for you, too. I mean, I, I, honestly, you, you know it. I know it. Your life is better off if you keep uh, that little bit under your fingernails clean. Uh, you got to trust me on this. See, see, the the more, you know, it's it's the way it works. We have to put an end to the fear mongering. And that's what NBC is doing. We've got doctors saying we're going to be all right. Healthy people are going to be all right. And we've got NBC saying, oh, just because you have a vaccine, keep that mask on. And uh, honestly, we should seal you up like like Travolta and the boy in the bubble. Which has a different name, but it's the one I use. These people want you to live in fear and in pain. I don't know why it's so important to them. I get it, it's a control issue. But what are they really controlling? What is it that they're really getting? The answer is they can't help themselves. I think that when you when you kind of hate your own existence, you do things to to live in fear because to live in fear is I don't know is it noble? It sounds awful. To live cloistered and sheltered it sounds miserable. The idea that you can't see a loved one in a in a in a facility? That's that's brutality. Brutality. The idea that you can't go to church? See, churches are just supposed to say, yeah, we go to church. Come on in, we go to church. Oh, you're gonna write down license plates? Do whatever you want. You got to treat, treat them like the Corleone family. got to break the camera on the ground. Then Sonny throws them a couple of bucks. No one should be treated well if they're taking down license plate numbers. But we must fight back. These people, if they have their way, it will be like this till 2023, not 2022. Stop taking it. Stop living the life the fear mongers demand of you. I'm Tony Katz. Should I be paying attention to what's going on with the royal family? I mean, there's this whole story. Did Meghan Markle do an interview? Is that what happened? Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, I am no fan of of Meghan Markle or or, or Prince Harry. Uh, that, that's not to say that I don't think Meghan Markle isn't, um, she's a good-looking woman. I remember the, the show Suits is what she was on, and good-looking woman. And of course, her and Harry, they, they left the royal family, but they want all the royal trappings, but they're not going to be able to keep the titles, but they want the money, so i guess she did it in an interview is 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 that what i'm i'm seeing or or she they put out a statement because the queen made a statement that you know they're they're not coming back to the royal family they're 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 just they're just not they're um they're not able to continue with their duties that come with the life of public service. Uh, They're loved members of the family, and that's it. And then Meghan Markle put out a statement. The queen makes a statement. You leave it be, Meghan Markle. She's like, no, I got something to say because I'm very important or something. You know, they got a deal over at at, at Netflix for like, I I don't know, a hundred bajillion dollars, whatever it was. I mean, I'm I'm looking it up as we speak. Crazy amount of money. Who people are really interested about what it is they have to offer? Do they really, really care what it is these two have to say? Now the problem is, is that with Harry, I mean, uh, the the Invictus Games and, and seems to really care about uh, for uh, soldiers and, and and veterans and appreciate that about the dude, but this is. This is more royal family stuff than I ever thought I would discuss with you. But it, what it really is, is this this bigger story uh, about people who really believe that uh, the, the life is about their want, need, desire. And you only exist for that purpose. I have often said, if I could figure out how to make money being a prima donna, being a, a diva, I would, I would do it. I would, I would absolutely do it. It's not even a question, not even a doubt. I, I would be, I would be screaming at producer Ari right now. Why didn't you warm up this microphone? It's too cold. Which is a crazy thing to complain about, but that's what you do, right? You just, you just find something that's not perfect. Oh, I can't go on. The whole. I, why am I supposed to love these people? And why will culture try and convince me that they have something to offer? That's That's a good question about when we see uh, um, somebody being exalted in in celebrity culture, for, uh, for something that isn't actually talent. And talent is a very, very strange kind of kind of thing right um, do the Kardashians have talent skill right they've been able to take this name and this brand, made off of one sex tape and turn it into a multi-billion dollar industry they did that but what's the talent it's different it's a, it's a different thing and I could say that about a whole host of singers that if it wasn't for Autotune they wouldn't exist. Ariana Grande. Do you know who Ariana Grande is? I've heard of her, yeah. Yeah, I know you have producer Ari. So, Ariana Grande has a once in a generation voice. She can hit notes, the, the range is remarkable. Uh, it's it's like Christina Aguilera in the day, who I always thought went the wrong way with her career, trying to copy Britney. No, 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 no. You could out sing Britney Spears twenty four seven. There's not she can't hold a candle to you, Christina. Go out there and sing. But but Ariana Grande instead of instead of uh, singing, right? I mean she does she does sing. It's a, it's a lot more in that auto, seeming to me to me maybe not a musician in that auto tune world. But it's always about how she can kind of. Sex it up. But she was doing it when she really, really, really still, and I guess to many extents does, looks like a child. Like when she's trying to be overtly sexy, it's awkward. There's actually a video of her performing at like the MTV Awards, something like that. And she's doing these moves on stage and it cuts to the crowd and people are laughing. Cause it's, she looks silly. And it's sad because she doesn't need to do any of it. She's got the talent. I'm not saying you don't need a little bit of marketing. But she has talent. There are people out there with talent. Meghan Markle has talent. She's very attractive. And a fair actress. Right? If she was in a movie, you you wouldn't be upset if she was the best friend or something like that. Maybe she was a love interest. Who knows? but to now need her podcast and to need her Netflix series, and she's going to, you know, clap back at the queen. I don't clap back at people who went through the Blitzkrieg. <laughs> I try. I Listen, I, I'm not in favor of kings and queens. I just, you know, show a little respect. Facebook Tony Katz Radio. Get everything at tonycats.com, including the podcast. This is Tony Katz today.